Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bring out the ceremony! It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. This afternoon over at Enterprise Center, it's an 11 o'clock pregame here on 101 ESPN. And then Joe Vitale and Chris Kerber will have the call at noon. Kerbs joins us now here on 101 ESPN as he does every Monday morning. Chris Kerber, good morning. How are you doing? Randy, doing well today. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy President's Day to you. How do you like a noon start? I love it. I mean, I I like it. I was thinking about this this morning. I, I love the morning, uh, the, the afternoon starts. Uh uh, having still part of the day there. Uh, this one's a little unusual being a Monday, but a holiday. But uh, in general, I like it. Well, Curbs, we have to talk about the game this past weekend with the Blues following oh, no. to the Predators. I know. it's. I know. I know. We got to talk about that. I mean, there's a lot. You to... are in charge of this show. You set the rules. If you don't want to talk about something, you don't have to talk about it. Okay, you want to talk about your favorite president? We can, we can segue into that. What's that? Your favorite president. <laughs> My favorite president. Ooh, that's a good one. Um Curbs, you know I, what? I'll, I'll let you think yeah. about it while I tell you that uh, William Howard Taft, first first guy <laughs> yep. ever, and by the way, he did not get stuck in a bathtub because he was so large. It's That's a myth. But he was <laughs> the first president to throw out a pitch at a baseball game. In, in, first president to throw out a pitch to open the season back in 1910. So Billy Taft is that. one of mine. And then I, I also uh, I have an affinity for Chester A. Arthur because you mentioned him and everybody says, who? He's the one president, <laughs> one of them, that uh, nobody knows who the hell he is. 21st president yeah, that's of the a, USA. That's, honestly, that's too much work for me. I, 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 I still, I'm still going for the guy that helped us win the first important war, so I'm going to stick with Washington. And there then, uh, Yeah, I'm going to stick with Washington. Uh, uh, Abe Lincoln is right there. Uh, Ronald Reagan. I, I, got, I got some good favorites in there. Yeah, that's a, that's there good you call. go. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Now we'll get back to yeah. that Blues game against the Predators. Oh, what, <laughs> what was your takeaway from that curbs? Because that was a huge game for him when you're talking about wild card standings. What did you see from the Blues in that game? Uh, same thing you did. You know? <laughs> not not uh, just it, it wasn't the result you wanted for, but, you know, look, Nashville came out. The, they had been kicked in the mouth the, the, the previous game. Uh, the Blues at times have uh, had a hard time consistently uh, matching energy and level and whatever players were. You know, a couple of players mentioned energy, whatever it is. Uh, but you know, at, at the same time, there's still another team on the other side of the ice, on the other side of the red line, trying to prevent you from doing what you want to do. And I look at it, and I, and I brought this up, Brooke, in the um, uh, I brought this up in the curbside reaction podcast afterwards. 
you know, there's, there's, you're going to need, that was a playoff style game. And, and if you really look at where things are in the season with 28 games to go, every game right now is a playoff game for the St. Louis Blues. It's really that simple. And uh, they, they put themselves in this position. And that's, that's a tough loss because instead of a six-point lead over the teams in, in behind you, now it's only a two-point game. Now, yeah, you do have a game in hand. But if you look down, if you look down the roster, okay, in that last game, you had some line juggling with about seven minutes to go in the first period. And that's when I at least first recognized it uh, from up top. Uh, sometimes those, sometimes you don't see those things quite as regularly initially when you're just staying on the puck, right? So, uh, but so we noticed it with about seven minutes to go. Uh, you know, Jordan Cairo. Uh, well, yeah, Pavel Butchnevich put on that second line. Then he had Jordan Cairo. You know, move down to that line. Later on in the game, he had Cairo move to the third line. And at the end of the game, when they had the extra attacker out there, it was Kevin Hayes that came out, not Jordan Cairo. Um, that's something I think you, you, you've got to notice there. There were just, you know, too many turnovers, to not, not enough puck battles won in that critical game. And it's a big, heavy game that takes a little more courage uh, to, to battle through, and it's that's part of the learning curve. And, and then, then you, you continue to go down, and, you know, you, you're getting good play, but you've got to find production from some other guys here. You know, Kasperi Kapanen. Uh, getting good, solid play. You know, at times he was even moved up to that top line with Thomas and and Butchnevich uh, in that hockey game. But you know, there, there needs to be some production. And I look at he got robbed on one play. I get it. But you know, Kevin Hayes, Braden Shen, some of the others. That there there has to be more production coming at even strength. And because things things are tightening up, so when you get the opportunities, when you get a two on one, and it's your two best players. You got to get the puck through. It's it's just got to get through if you're going to win games, and if you don't, it, it's harder to win, and then it's harder to especially come from behind. So uh, that's that to me is is what I take away from that game is just is needing another level of production, and you you've got to hit your points when they get them uh, in, in in these tight games. Curbs, I often talk about how fortunate we are as fans, and that the Blues were, that they won Game Seven in Boston. And I, th- I think today we're going to see the essence of how you need luck and you need everything to fall in place to win a Stanley Cup because the big boys are back for Toronto today. We didn't see Tavares or Marner last week. Well, yesterday in practice, Matthews and Marner and Tavares and Nylander were all on the ice together. And, man, you better be on your game if you're going to play against the Maple Leafs. Uh, yeah, you, you need to. And, and yet there's not a massive difference in, in points standing-wise between, say, them and the Blues. You know, they, they've had a hard time at times keeping the puck out of the net. Uh, they've, got, they've got plenty of offense. Kind of like the the Edmonton Oilers, mm-hmm. but sometimes having you know having a tough go at just kind of keeping it rolling. But I agree with Andy. If you, man, or Randy, if, if you don't if you don't uh, if you don't bring it every single shift, somebody's going to burn you because they've got the ability to snipe from from different angles. And so you have got to play tight. You've got to make them defend in their own end. You know, there's a there was a there was a great forecheck when Jake Neighbors was on the ice with Thomas and Cairo and Thomas and neighbors are forechecking the snot out of the puck in the corner, right? They're holding it there. It squirts up along the wall. And in the last game, and one of the predators got to the puck and just skated it right out of the zone. If you don't get the third guy in the battle, it's, you know, whether it be the other forward coming over to the wall, whether it be the defense reading and pinching down, if you don't get that, that other guy in the battle, and outnumber them, this team will break the puck out at you, and you're going to be defending too much in your own zone. And you heard in that last game, 
You heard uh, uh, Steve Ott mention it to us right in his post-game interview he does with us. So you heard Drew Bannister mention it. There was too much of a gap. The defense would get the puck and sometimes not have anywhere to go with it because the forwards weren't back enough or the forwards didn't come back hard enough. That was a theme we had. Uh, we saw a lot last year. Got to get that today. If the forwards don't back check, you are going to make it really easy on those stud players you were talking about. Hey, Kerbs, I want to focus on one guy here for just a moment. Uh, for me, Kessel is entrenched, regardless of who's healthy as the Blues move forward. I've, I've got Matt Kessel as one of my six Blues defensemen. Do you feel the same way? Absolutely. Absolutely. He he has come up. Well, first off, you know, if, if you go to the reasons he was inserted into the lineup, one, he's got something most of the others don't have, and that's a right-handed shot. Okay, so that's that's kind of important uh, and uh, on this in this situation. Having said that, he's just played really well. He has become a full-time National Hockey League player this year. You know, so, uh, you know, Justin Falk doesn't appear to be ready or close yet. He hasn't really started skating, at least as of a couple of days ago. Um, I was told Perunovic is, is closer than, than Falk is. So, to me, the, the person that would – could end up out there would be uh, would be Callie Rosen, and I still like the way Callie has played when, when he's been up here. So, um, yeah, to me, Kessel has just he's earned it, and you know, other guys have, have had opportunities, and and from a forward standpoint, defensive, whatever, and you've got to take advantage of it. And boy, he has taken absolute advantage of the opportunity, and I agree with you, Randy. I think he has become one of your top uh, one of your top six defensemen right now, even if everybody is healthy. Curbs, always good to talk to you on a Monday morning. Happy President's Day, and we will be tuned in for you and Joey at noon, pregame at 11 for the Blues and the Maple Leafs here on 101 ESPN. You got it. Hey, Brooke, how did we do with that last game? We do all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a, yeah. yeah. Let's, hope, let's hope for a little better today. Exactly. Today is a new day, Curbs. <laughs> yeah, let's go for a lot better. I, I'm with you guys. All right, cheers. Have an awesome week. Thanks, brother. See you later. That's Chris Kerber, the voice of the blues here on 101 ESPN.